Hey, podcast people, how's it going? Azrin the Language Nerd here. Hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Monday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host, as per usual, Azrin the Language Nerd. You can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, and of course on Twitter and TikTok. My username on all these platforms is identical. It is at polyglot Azrin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T-A-Z or Z depending on your country, R-E-N. You can, of course, search Azrin the Language Nerd on whatever your favorite social network is. Again, that is spelled A-Z or Z-R-E-N, the Language Nerd. And welcome to another podcast episode. I'm very, very excited, as per usual, to be recording this one here. I have a variety of different language learning topics that I would like to address today, so let's just dive right in. Now, the first thing is I just had a reminder not that long ago of how important it is to have a good relationship with your student and or students, plural, if you have more than one student, um, as a teacher. Because you might be a really good teacher. You might be able to explain things well. You might be able to you might be able to break things down in a clear way. You might be very knowledgeable. You might have a lot of great qualities as a teacher, but if your relationship or the connection you have with your student or students is not the best, it's actually going to negatively impact your teaching. You know, I was talking to someone not that long ago and they're telling me about how they have this one particular student and they feel some discord between the two of them. My teacher, or this one, not my teacher, but this particular teacher that I was having a conversation with, they were telling me that they feel the student is struggling because they're not really putting in the time to study outside of class. But the student in this teacher's eyes that I know, right, the student in this teacher's eyes is is not progressing for other reasons. Meaning the student believes they're not progressing for one reason, the teacher believes they're not progressing for another reason, and there's a level of dis of dissonance or a level of disconnectedness between the between the teacher and the student. And so being on the same page, having an open line of communication, making sure that everything is clear between the two of you, making sure that your relationship is in a good place is super important. I've mentioned this a whole bunch of times on the podcast, but I just had another reminder of how important that is. Actually, it's even funny, funnier on uh, last week, it would have been, I think on Thursday, perhaps Friday, Thursday, I think it was Thursday last week. Um, I was teaching one class and after the class, it occurred to me just, it occurred to me just how many of my students, especially the private ones, not as much in group scenarios, but definitely in private scenarios, how a lot of my students use me almost in a way like a therapist. Not really a therapist, but definitely they talk about their problems. They have lots of stuff. They want it. They, it's nice to have someone who hears them out and talks to them about it. It's a safe space. Like there's definitely certain, I suppose you could say therapy-like tendencies to some private classes. <laughs> and that's important, right? I think for me as well, my classes sometimes are a form of therapy in a certain way, because even I'll talk about stuff like, oh, this is happening in my world and students give me input and I get different perspectives on things. And because my students all come from very different walks of life, I get different perspectives based on different people. So a great example is we were doing a, an exercise with some different students where I would ask them some different questions. I would ask the same question to a whole bunch of different students and we'd make lessons based off certain core questions. So one of them was just about investing money in the arts or not. And it's been really interesting to hear people's perspectives on it based on their, li their life experiences. And that's been fascinating, right? It's really, really cool. So as a teacher, especially if it's private, but even in group scenarios, 
the relationship between the students and the teacher is paramount. It is very, very important. And you need to make sure that you are minimally, you minimally have a good relationship. But of course, if you can have a great relationship, that's even better. Um, one thing that goes into having a good relationship, I think is communication. So this goes into all sorts of relationships, not just student teacher, but you know, you need to have a, you need to have communication. Like if there's something that the teacher is doing, that's bothering you, it has to be voiced. It has to be addressed. Something has to happen. If you want that relationship to be fixed, you have to have that conversation and same between student. I'm, I'm sorry. And same with, if this teacher has a problem with the student, it has to be voiced and it has to be dealt with again if you don't want it to negatively harm the relationship and that's very very important and that's the first thing i wanted to start this podcast that's the first thing i wanted to say in, the, in this podcast episode here now the other thing i wanted to mention which is fascinating at least to me and in, in my eyes is different teachers have different strengths and weaknesses you know, on this podcast, I've mentioned many times how you have to lean into your strengths as a language learner. What I don't talk about as much is as a teacher as well, I think it's important to understand what your strengths and weaknesses are and to lean into those. So I'll give you some examples for me. I have a real good strength around pronunciation. I know how to pronounce things well. I can help you with pronunciation. I can explain it to you. These are things I'm really, really good at. That's a strength that I have. Another strength that I have as a teacher is I have a pretty good pulse on generally how students are feeling and I could feel how you're feeling and I can make adjustments based on that. Like, ooh, this is overwhelming. Maybe we have to make a change. Or I notice that you're acting a bit quieter than usual and I'll ask you, hey, is everything okay? Do we have to change something with the classes? Are you bored? Do we have to shift something? I'm really good at figuring a lot of those things out. I'm also very good at talking to students and figuring out what kind of goals they have and figuring out how, how the overall structure has to play out because I have a little bit of a psychological understanding with that. I have some experience with that. It comes a little bit naturally to me, I suppose. Like, so that's a strength, but let's be real, but let's be real. I've got some weaknesses too, man. Like I'll share one weakness I have, you know, I am organized, but I'm organized because I learned to be organized, not because I am by nature very, very organized. So what that means is that I, you know, I might, like if we had a class on a Monday, you know, there's a chance I might send your homework on a Thursday and it only gives you Friday, Saturday, Sunday to do the homework prior to Monday. That's not good. I need to be more careful about that. I'm usually okay, but sometimes I, I drop the ball on that. You know, when it comes to, um, when it comes to, uh, how do you say this? There's, there's a word I'm looking for. I've, I've tried, I've been thinking about how to explain this, but I haven't been able to find the words. Hopefully I can find it now. You know, I've got, there's a couple of teachers in particular that work for me right now. One really in particular, who's fantastic at this and they're way better at this than even I am. Um, they're really good at understanding, here's the plan. We're gonna follow this plan. We're gonna follow the system, the structure. We're gonna cross every T, cross every dot, every I, do this in class, get through everything in an in-depth manner. And they're super good at doing that. The problem is for me, and that's actually a very valuable skill set for many teachers. And that's something I'm not quite as good at, to be perfectly honest. I have, it's just, it's not, that doesn't fully align with my personality. And sometimes at the student's expense, I don't really maintain that exact structure that some people really need. 
and I lose some students that way. It doesn't, it hurts their learning. It's not good for them. It could be better if I was more structured and more predictable in those classes. I have one teacher who's amazing at that. She's really good. It's quite commendable actually. And so that's something that I personally could work on. Granted, not every student needs that. That's not the right decision for every student, especially if it's private classes. But having an understanding of, oh, this student really needs this and me executing on that kind of style of teaching is something that I could work on. Sometimes I don't do it as well as I should or I could, and that's a weakness. So understanding your teaching strengths and weaknesses is important because first of all, you know, it makes you a better teacher. You can figure out what your weaknesses are so you can work on those and get better. But second of all, you can start to make good judgment calls on what types of students you work best with. Um, I've got one friend of mine. She doesn't work for me, but she's a teacher friend, I suppose. She's an actual, actual academic school teacher, like she teaches in the public system, but she also does tutoring. She also does some tutoring outside of her outside of her classes, and she's been tutoring actually longer than me. And she's a she's rock solid. She's a, she's really really good. She's amazing. But here's the thing. She's amazing in her narrow field of expertise. She knows what she's good at and she sticks to that. She knows what she can teach and how she teaches and she sticks to that. She knows what kind of students she's, she's good at teaching and who she can take and who she matches with, how her teaching style matches with what kind of students, blah, blah, blah. And she sticks to that. And she's gone super, super deep on like those particular, um, on those particular, um, those particular things. Like she's gone really, really deep with those, with those skill sets. And that, that, that's really important. So she's understood what she's good at, where her expertise is, what her skill sets are, blah, 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 blah. She's looked at that. She's looked herself in the mirror. She's understood what those are. And she's kind of gone 100% all in on, on, those particular, on those particular things. And so it's really, really important to understand what kind of your strengths and weaknesses are in that respect so that you are able to do that so you can actually make sure you're doing the best work for the people that you're working with. You know, and something like in, in my world, right, where I've got some teachers who work for me and and where I personally teach, right? It's also important to understand what gears people have, what skill sets they have, what they can do, what they can't do. It's important because then when I get a new student, I can do that assessment to say, oh, I think this person is gonna be best taught by this teacher or by myself or by this person or in this kind of scenario. So that's that's a very, very important thing, I believe, to, to understand from the teaching perspective. And of course, I've said this before in the learner's perspective, that's really important too. So you know, if you're very self-aware about what you need as a learner, you can also make a very good judgment call on what types of people you are best suited to, to work with, right? You might be able to have an initial class with a private teacher or go to a group class or, or do whatever it is. And you'll be able to know, hopefully very quickly, that, oh, this person doesn't vibe with the kinds of things that I need, you know, based on what I know about myself as a language learner. And I think some people are, get, get even more self-aware and they even know that classes, for example, is not for them for this, that, or the other, you know, this, that, or whatever, whatever reason, it may, it, whatever reason it may be. So that's also something that in my perspective is very, very important to, to be looking at. So anyway, I appreciate your attention guys, as per usual. Um, and then we will chat very, very soon. Bye-bye.